Thank you for that, John. On the text line, Andy writes, I live in Fremantle, but Josh Wilson and his minority band of anti-capitalist activists do not speak for me. If the live sheep export industry is in decline, then it will be the industry that decides its uneconomic path to operate, not a dictatorship, socialist governments. How can they do this to our farmers and our workers in this industry? Eddie says maybe Albo should make as big a stand against human rights abuses in China and ban solar panel imports. And Kath says most countries that demand live sheep want to kill them according to humane Islamic rules, yet don't mind that they are shipped so inhumanely. Farmers won't make as much money if they're killed in Australia due to the work and the hygiene practices. It's got to stop. One double three eight eighty two. if you'd like to have your say. I made mention to Josh Wilson there, the Federal Labor member for Fremantle, that during the press conference today of the Agriculture Minister Murray Watt here in the CBD of Perth in the Commonwealth Government's offices, the president of the WA Farmers, John Hassel, turned up, but I, my understanding is he wasn't allowed to stay. He got escorted out of the building. He can tell you more. He joins me live on the program this afternoon. John, were you kicked out? G'day, Ollie. I wasn't quite kicked out. They they said to me I wasn't allowed to stay in the in the uh, in the press conference, but I certainly wasn't kicked out of the building. Right, but why couldn't you stay? I thought you'd want to hear from him. You're one of the the major stakeholders in all of this, John. Well, I think it displays a complete lack of accountability. You know, when people do press conferences, we should be able to question them without fear or favour, and they should be able to stand up and take it. So I think it's a pretty poor performance. So we just heard from Josh Wilson. You're going to be consulted going forward. They want to work in partnership with the industry, but up until today, John, was Murray Watt holding any conversations with you when he was in town last week? Because Tony Seabrook told me from the PGA he didn't meet with him. Didn't meet with us. <laughs> Why are they consulting, John? I mean, this, this is such a WA-centric industry, the live sheep trade. Why would they not consult with people like your good selves at WA Farmers or the PGA or the other stakeholders before making such a significant announcement today? Because this is not about accountability. It's not about animal welfare. It's about animal activism. And I asked Jed, well, Jed Goodfellow was asked this morning on the on the briefing from the the minister about whether he would then move on to live cattle. And, uh, you know, he obfuscated, wouldn't answer. So, you know, to me, just a deceitful lying sod. Um, you know, the, the problem is that we've got, is that this is not about anything other than animal activism. And if once the government capitulates on one, item of animal, animal activism, then they'll capitulate on the next. So unfortunately, this is never going to stop. And I think it's a really, really tough road the government's heading itself down. Well, we all saw and were shocked, horrified with that footage, as I said to Josh Wilson before, in 2018 that was exposed on 60 Minutes. But it was the big warning that was given to the industry. And John, the live export trade, the animal welfare standards have improved exponentially on those ships that go to the Middle East. That's absolutely right, Ollie, and I think it's not just um, not just the conditions on the ship, the timing of the ships as well. During the hot and uh, and humid periods, the animals have been stopped going there altogether, as well as having more space. So you know everything's improved. All the science is there. So you know they want us to act on the science when it comes to climate change, mm. but they're not interested in looking at the science when it comes to the live sheep trade. Why do you think that's the case? because it's about animal activism and they're pandering to the to the Greens and they want to keep the Greens vote. You know, there's all sorts of, you know, petty political reasons why this is the case. And, uh, you know, the reality is they're not really acting with sound, reasoned and robust debate. They're acting as a dictatorship. 
people will say it's simple though, John. You can just flick the switch from live sheep trade to chilled meat and export it that way. It's not as simple as that though. No, well, it takes five years to get a, a permit, practically, to get a permit to do anything, to do any kind of build, environmental permits. Uh, we did some quick sums this morning. We reckon about $8 billion over 10 years will be lost. And, uh, you know, under the, uh, under the Constitution, if the federal government takes something away from the people, they're supposed to, uh, to compensate them for it. So $8 billion over over the next 10 years is a lot of money. It is a hell of a lot of money. What are going to be the repercussions for the farmers and the other industry players if or when this trade is ended? Well, a lot of people will be put out of work and it'll push more people towards the city. But it's not just the sheep uh, producers that are going to be affected, Ollie. The problem that we've got here is that it's, uh, you know, lupins are fed to sheep. And now we've got a feed industry based around lupins and all those all those crops that are grown to feed to livestock, you know, we'll have to flick to something else. It's free nitrogen out of the atmosphere, etc. Um, there's feed barley, feed oats, all grown for the purposes of feeding to sheep and there won't be a market domestically for that so that'll all get exported instead probably at a lower price the flow-on effects are enormous john huge is there a way to future proof the industry against any of this well i think for start as an agriculture minister that's going to go in and bat for agriculture we saw one in the state that wasn't up for agriculture in the past and i was pleased to see jackie jarvis standing up for us and i wish murray murray would do the same yeah well, she said it, Jackie Jarvis, when she became Agriculture Minister for the state late last year. I do support live exports. It's an important part of the mix. I absolutely do. Premier has also backed the, the trade in. I mean, we haven't heard from either of them publicly today, but his last comments about the live sheep trade was that he thought it was effective and appropriate. Well, and, and he's right. And the reality is if the state government had any gumption, they probably should stand up to the feds and say, Actually, you're not going to can the trade. We're going to keep trading out of Western Australia. You can do what you like for the rest of the country. See, Anthony Albanese, I said to Josh Wilson before at the top of the program today, John, when he stood here in May of 2022, launching his federal election campaign, that he would always back WA. Is he still doing that? <laughs> well, this is a pretty important part of WA, and I would say zero support in that department. So no clearly failing on that on that particular promise. Will you now consult with Murray Watt and the panel of experts he's established, John, as they go to their next phase of phasing it all out? Oh, we'll certainly be doing that. I mean, we, we, you know, people are going to be hurt pretty badly and, uh, you know, I think it's better to engage in the process and, and tell them just exactly how much it's going to cost them if they do this. And, uh, you, know, you know, I think they've got to listen. They've got to give the report to Murray. So... Uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll engage with it. John, thanks for your time. Appreciate that. President WA Farmers is John Hassel. Ken says, Ollie, WA is becoming a joke. It's run by a minority group of greenies. And says, things might have improved on the ships, but when the sheep get sold, they're shoved into the boot of a car, which must be terrifying for the animal. So I say ban it. What say you, Billy, in Cannington? Good afternoon. Yeah, mate. You know, I always surprised when... Animal welfare people lie about everything in the industry. Australian federal government should know that if we lose this market, we will never get it back. Yeah. Australia will be a country you cannot trust. Yeah. So and I hope that West Australian government is stand for Australian farmers and those who actually care about animals, but not these guys to call one animal welfare. They're taxed practically. They are not. They, they. I don't know what agenda they have, but we don't dictate other countries. So 
get rid of this Albanese guy if he's doing that, really. Yeah, so you might backfire and he might be voted out, you're saying to me, Billy. Uh, Damon in Claremont, he says, I never voted for Albo, always back WA. Wow. Don't worry about not trusting live export. Don't trust Labor. Does Josh Wilson know there is no excess abattoir capacity in WA remaining? It's okay for all of us with full bellies to stop the trade and cut off the supply of protein to others around the world based on inner city voters and Greenies' idealistic mantras. Maybe get some of the Labor and Green voters without a job to start working in abattoirs. And Ian says, Josh Wilson was full of it. I'm sure there are countries that do not have refrigerators that we export to. This member for Fremantle is simply a NIMBY. One double three eight eighty two. if you'd like to have your say. Uh, coming up, Mark Whiteman to join us for the Ray White Real Estate Market Update. Kevin Johnson before four o'clock with a look at the stock market for your Friday. It's a quarter two.